When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive, licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Welcome, everyone. This is Lisa Colon-Delay, and you're listening to the Spark My Muse podcast. This is Soul School 288, tracking the new evangelical interest in Christian Eastern Orthodox. First, I want to say a welcome to all the new listeners. Some of you might be coming over from the Contemplative Summit, having heard me there or be introduced to my work. I'm so glad you're here and listening. Thank you for supporting me. Some of you have come on as paid supporters. I really appreciate that. And anything you have to give to me for doing this work makes an enormous difference for me paying these bills. As I was answering Kelly's questions about my book as it relates to bringing some Eastern Christian Orthodox understanding to our Western mindset and Western understanding typically in Roman Catholic or Protestant traditions, it got me to thinking about these deeper implications. And I started looking into the phenomenon of evangelicals in particular having a growing interest in the apostolic type of faith that began in the East. In doing that, I came across a person who died not that long ago in 2022. And I wanted to bring him to your attention as well as his work and this sort of short history of the interest of evangelicals. Callistos Ware was a theologian who explained the Orthodox way to other Christians. And I'm going to read parts of the Christianity Today article that eulogized him. This is by Bradley Nessif. And the subtitle is English bishop and Oxford scholar cultivated unity, dialogue, and respect between the ancient faith and evangelicals. Of course, I'll leave a link to this in the show notes for this episode at the companion page. I always have a companion page with extras and usually something special for my paying supporters that doesn't go out to the general public. This is on Substack. You can always find this by searching Spark My Muse Substack, or going to Spark My Muse and clicking the direct link. Callistos was originally Timothy Ware and born in 
1934 in England, and he was raised in an Anglican family. He's considered one of the most influential Eastern Orthodox theologians in the English-speaking world in the 20th and early 21st centuries. He's most famous for his book called The Orthodox Church, which became a standard introductory textbook for nearly 60 years. He also did translations, Filiokalia, a classic text of Orthodox spirituality. He co-translated that, and he served for 35 years as the Spalding Lecturer in Eastern Orthodox Studies at Oxford University. He retired in 2001 and continued to publish, but also spent the remaining years of his life strengthening the internal life of the Orthodox Church on areas of building bridges with non-Orthodox Christians, including Roman Catholics, Anglicans, and Evangelical Christians. This really changed the landscape between Orthodoxy and Evangelicalism, and his contributions can be best understood by situating them at a time when Evangelicals first developed interest in the ancient faith. We can go back into the 70s, where this indirectly began with Robert Weber, a theology professor at Wheaton College, and his writings made the early church attractive to evangelicals by stressing the positive role of church tradition and liturgical forms of worship. This is one of the big distinctions between low church Protestantism that is not liturgical as the traditions of the Eastern Church were introduced and liturgy was introduced some evangelicals were rarely drawn into this very old way of doing church. A number of evangelicals also moved into Anglicanism from his book called Evangelicals on the Canterbury Trail, Why Evangelicals Are Attracted to the Liturgical Church. And then from Anglicanism, it is not that far of a step over to Orthodoxy. Thomas Oden was a Methodist theologian who began writing earnestly on classical Christianity in the faith's first thousand years. He was also instrumental in bringing this interest in the evangelical community. He wrote a series called Ancient Christian Commentary on Scripture, and this cultivated in evangelicals a theological passion for the early church fathers. This has only grown over the years. In 2005, the Wheaton Center for Early Christian Studies was inaugurated with funding from an Orthodox donor. It was in the context of this flowering and this interest in early Christianity that Bishop Callistos impacted Orthodox evangelical relations more powerfully than almost anybody else could. The weight of his influence came not only from his renowned reputation as a teacher and a scholar at Oxford University, and not only from his official position as a bishop in the Orthodox Church, though these played a significant role. It was the attributes in his life that were so stunningly integrated with theology, and the result was nothing short of transformational for Orthodox and Evangelicals alike. Bishop Ware's first written support of Orthodox Evangelical Dialogue came in 1991 when he endorsed the work of the newly formed Society for the Study of Eastern Orthodoxy and Evangelicalism. This was a groundbreaking organization of Orthodox and Evangelical theologians, which met annually at the Billy Graham Center with the support of James Stamoulis, Dean of Wheaton College Graduate School. Bishop Callistos expanded his involvement with evangelicalism in 1997 
when he gave a keynote address at the European Pentecostal Charismatic Research Center in Prague on, quote, personal experience of the Holy Spirit in the Greek fathers. He believed in a dialogue of truth, not a dialogue of evasion or compromise. To be human, we need each other because humans are by nature dialogical, just as the Trinity is dialogical. He believed that evangelicals and Orthodox seem on the surface to be perhaps wildly different, but in fact share more in common than most realize. He believed Orthodox and Evangelicals share a common faith in the Holy Scriptures as entirely truthful, in the Trinity, in Jesus Christ as fully human and fully divine, in the virgin birth, miracles, Christ's sacrificial death on the cross, his bodily resurrection, and his second coming. The bishop believed we also share a common faith in the divine ordering of marriage and a common approach to the problems of homosexuality, bioethics, and euthanasia. In 2011, he was interviewed by Christianity Today magazine for an article entitled Fullness and the Center. I will link to this article for you to read if you'd like. He told CT, We Orthodox are still certainly too inward looking. We should realize that we have a message that many people will listen to gladly. To me, the most important missionary witness that we have is the Divine Liturgy the Eucharist worship of the Orthodox Church. It is the life-giving source from which everything else proceeds. And therefore, to those who show an interest in Orthodoxy, I say, come and see, come to the liturgy. The first thing that they should have an experience of, Orthodoxy, or for that matter of Christianity, is a worshiping community. We start from prayer, not from an abstract ideology, not from moral rules, but from a living link with Christ expressed through prayer. Bishop Ware built a bridge for a united Christian witness to the extent possible on each side. His orthodox engagement with the evangelical community legitimized a dialogue that was previously absent, and he encouraged the orthodox community to view evangelicals as genuine brothers and sisters in Christ. Even though our unity is imperfect, We still need and belong to each other as members of the body of Christ. His respect for the intellectual heritage of evangelicalism gave the movement a credibility that was not always evident among the Orthodox. He also introduced evangelicals to a generous Orthodoxy that was time-tested and rooted in centuries of apostolic tradition. In a future episode, I will be reading one of his pieces, and it is about personhood and community. As I read it, I was really refreshed by it, and it gave me a lot to think about. I hope you enjoyed this little snippet of how the apostolic faith, the earliest part of Christianity, eastern places like Turkey and Syria and Egypt, are still places of very rich Christian tradition that we in the Western world with Western mindsets can add to our understanding, and we're much better off for doing that. That's it for now in this episode. I thank you so much for listening, and I urge you to come to Spark My Muse and dig into the other episodes and articles that are there, and especially the companion page that I've written. 
Thank you so much. May God bless and keep you. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.